Bonus So Money episode with Busy Phillips, actress, author, and social media star. You're listening to So Money with award-winning money guru, Farnoosh Torabi. Each day, get a 30-minute dose of financial inspiration from the world's top business minds, authors, influencers, and from Farnoosh herself. Looking for ways to save on gas or double your double coupons? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. Seeking profound ways to live a richer, happier life? Welcome to So Money. In my career, I have had instances. I had one many years ago where the offer was well below my quote, you know, what I normally would get paid for an episodic television show. And, you know, my agents at the time were like, well, we think you should take it because the show is going to get picked up and it's going to go for a long time and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, but I'm worth more. I know that I'm worth more. I've done all of this work up until this point and I'm not going to take it. Like, why would I do that? And I ended up not taking it and they were not wrong. The show got picked up and was on the air for many years, but I have never regretted it, not for a second. Busy Phillips is known for hit shows like NBC's Freaks and Geeks, the WB's Dawson's Creek, and ABC's Cougar Town. She's also a writer and a social media personality with about 2 million followers on Instagram. I recently caught up with Phillips on her media tour with her brand partner, Hotel Tonight. Busy and I are both fans of Hotel Tonight for last-minute travel. And during our convo, she mentioned yet another role... It's one that's not as public-facing, but it's just as notable. Fierce Negotiator. In this interview, which is a little short, but jam-packed with insights, Busy talks candidly about the financial freedoms that come with having a popular social media platform and the time she walked away from what would become a successful TV series. We kick off by going back in time. I asked Busy about growing up and some of her earlier memories around money and the lessons she learned growing up. Here's what she had to say. Hey, Busy, how are you? Hi. Let's talk a little bit about money. When you think about how you learned about money as a kid, Busy, were there any early memories? I know you started working really young, um, but were there any like money moments as a kid that as a, an adult woman now, you're like, wow, that was a real learning lesson? I always worked. I always had jobs. Um, that was something that my parents tried to instill in me from a fairly young age. I was a babysitter. And then, um, you know, I got my first job at a mall when I was 14, I think. And then when I was... What store? I worked seasonally at uh, the body shop over the over Christmas or like over the holidays, um, making gift baskets and selling um, Satsuma orange smelling body wash. As one uh, does at the body shop. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like seasonal mall help was... was the way to go when you were a kid. Um, and then, uh, and then I worked in restaurants. I worked at California pizza kitchen. Um, I taught theater, uh, to kids. I worked at a theater company and taught like preschoolers theater. Um, I also was a nanny one summer, uh, when I was 17, all while still working at the restaurant that I worked at as a host. I truly have been a person that have, has always worked. Like I'm just a person that works. And then um, started acting, making money as an actor when I was 
17 years old in an industrial job, essentially, for the Mattel Toy Corporation. Um, but my parents, you know, were always uh, insistent that I take responsibility for the things that I had. So when I turned 16, um, my parents, you know, I grew up like upper middle class privileged and uh, my parents bought me a used car, but it was my responsibility to pay for the gas and to pay for the car insurance every month. I had to pay them whatever it was like a hundred bucks. I don't know, something like that. Um, and for clothing, you know, my mom had a very small budget for back to school clothes. So anything over that I had to pay for myself. And then when I was in high school, like she, we, I didn't get an allowance. Um, I had a job. And so all of the extracurricular stuff that I wanted to do movies and dinners and clothes and what, you know, whatever presents for people in the holidays, like I, I was on the hook for that myself. Um, and so, you know, that just like instilled a really strong work ethic in me, I think from a very young age. We know that people who have a good work ethic are usually good at earning. And so when you got like that first big paycheck, I don't know when that was for you. Do you remember the moment and, and what you how you felt and what you decided to do with it? Yeah, I mean, it was that job when I was 17, um, because up until then, I'd been, you know, earning minimum wage, um, plus tips at a restaurant and, uh, and uh, minimum wage at, you know, retail. Um, I when I did that job for Mattel, I had a, I got paid a ton of money for two weeks of work, um, being a live Barbie doll at the toy fair. Um, it's kind of incredible. It was an incredible job. Um, and I asked my parents if I could, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to have to put the money away or like how that was going to work. Um, but I did put a lot of it away and then, um, I bought my Honda Civic uh, car stereo system. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to take you back to the late 90s, but it had a detachable face. Um, and it was very exciting to me to be able to get like a cool CD player uh, put into my car. I love it. Good choice. Fast forward to today. It's no secret your BFF, Michelle Williams, she, she is such a voice for women and equality. And I'm just curious, like from your perspective, Busy, what is a tip that you would give that you practice personally when you're out there earning the money? And we know that transparency is really important, but sometimes you just don't know. And so what's a way that you advocate for yourself when it comes to earning money? I mean, my, my industry is is unique in so many ways. And, you know, um, and I'm also a privileged white woman. Um, so it's always going to be, it's all different for me. Hard for me to know if my advice is a thing that can work or would track. But I do have to say that in my career, I have had instances, I had one many years ago, where the offer was well below my quote, you know, what I normally would get paid for uh, an episodic television show. And, you know, my agents at the time were like, well, we think you should take it because the show's going to get picked up and it's going to go for a long time and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, but I'm worth more. I know that I'm worth more. I've done all of this work up until this point and I'm not going to take it. Like, why would I 
do that. And I ended up not taking it. And they were not wrong. The show got picked up and was on the air for many years. But I have never regretted it, not for a second, because um, I think that knowing, I think it always would have stuck in with me, you know, I wouldn't have been able to let it go. Um, because it because they didn't value me enough. And they're like, well, this is the um, this is the this is the most money we have for you. And it's like, well, well, then you don't want me that bad. You know, like you that's the bottom line. Um, I'm not worth enough to you. So uh, I think that there is something to knowing your worth and being able to like take the advice of people around you. Um, but at the end of the day, it's your call and you know what you're going to be okay with and what you're not, you know? And one of the things I do think that, that having transparency and being open with other people, even, even women who you may consider yourself in competition with is actually kind of vital as we're striving for pay equality, because that is a thing that, you know, we have to start to look out for one another. And, um, you know, you think about like these boys clubs and whatever, you think they don't communicate. You think they don't give each other advice on how to handle these situations or what to ask for or what to say when you're told no. Of course they do. They have historically speaking for years and that's, you know, part of the thing that we need to continue to work toward. Yeah. It sounds like what I'm hearing is be willing to walk away. Yeah. You have to be willing to walk away. Yeah. What would you say was your biggest financial win? Do you have a moment that you were like, I advocated for myself or, you know, just, just anything, anything that, that would categorize as a, a so money moment. The show is called so money. So money. Um, that's so funny. We were just talking about the movie swingers last Yeah. It's really weird. Um, A so money moment. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, you know, I guess the last several years for me have been um, really transformative in terms of how um, I have been able to take control of, you know, making money um, and making the decisions on the kinds of things I want to do and partner with brands directly um, and, you know, monetizing my Instagram, Um, you know, monetizing my Instagram was a huge, so money moment because I mean, I can't even tell you, I've gotten cornered at parties by actors uh, who of many different levels asking my advice on how they get to do the thing that I have been able to do um, because it's offered as a performer and an artist so much financial freedom to not have to take a bad job to be able to, and that's, and that's one of the things Like when I say I'm like speaking from a place of privilege, like it's very easy for me to say it's, you know, you have to be willing to walk away because I have that privilege. You know, I've also like been in the position where I couldn't walk away. Um, and then, you know, you're in a really tough spot. Um, and that can be, that can be a thing that ends up sort of feeling like it holds you back, you know? Um, but yeah, I would say that that's definitely been 
really like a game changer for me. What's your financial goal for 2020? You know, I'm looking forward to building more relationships with brands and uh, and continuing to figure out like what the next step my business looks like um, personally um, and whether that's you know, continuing brand partnerships in the way that I've been doing, or if it's maybe something else, it might be something else. It'll be exciting to watch. And Thanks. I love that you're referring Thanks. to yourself as a business. Yeah. Cause you are a business. I think that's owning that owning that is really, really um, awesome and busy. Thank you so much. Happy Thanks holidays. So much. Thank you too. You can follow busy on Instagram at busy Phillips. And I loved her book. This will only hurt a little. Check it out. Available where all books are sold. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And I hope your day is so money.